What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is the Daily High Five. You've got Michael Youthman somewhere up in there. Over here. You've got Joe and Tell somewhere up there. My name is Aaron. I'm from Aaron's Audio Corner. I'm going to be the third wheel today. You sound like Forrest Gump. Chana. <laughs> yeah, dude. Chana, I was trying to go for it. All right. And Chana is out paddleboarding somewhere. He's probably Weird, actually man. secretly watching us. He's probably going to dive in at some point. No, no pun intended. That was, oh, no that was a good one. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, the guys want me to do this so I can make myself look like a fool and they don't have to make themselves look foolish. That's so here we are. Well, it's hard, man. That part is hard. Doing yeah. an intro. Like, I'm just so used to doing my own intro. I you know what? Like, hey, what's up, guys? This is Joe and Tom <laughs> talking about like, oh, no, no, right. that's not what this is. What throws me off is the countdown. If there were no countdown and you just said go, I'd be like, all right, go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well. The good thing is that uh, everybody knows what to expect here, and yeah, that's just us. We're just hanging out, messing around, we're just, we're hanging, just hanging out. out. If you're looking for professionalism, go watch uh, Stop the FOMO. He's always prepared, and he's, he's like got questions it, ready. Man. You watch his, and uh, yeah, that's that's pro. Over here, we just uh, we have fun. We're the best at we're having fun. It. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're the we're best better. at having. We're better. Than we're, we're the best. Fun. Having fun. Yeah, we're the best. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, man. What's new? You've been out, Aaron. Where you been? I've been man? out. I've been on People vacation, like, man. Where yeah, you at? You've been traveling nah, the world. Taking pictures with trees. Don't nobody care. Don't nobody. Maybe <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> that tree. Hang I feel like we just throw that up here, but I don't know if you two would block it. That, <laughs> that tree was, some, was legit. That was some serious wood there. I was kind of yeah. jealous. Were, were you, were you just jealous. like laughing? Like you saw it, or did I you like, it. hey, we got to go? And, and like, is it like a, a destination point? Like, no, hey, you want to no, go no. watch the. Big like, deep tree, the, the big <laughs> deep tree. We so my wife. So as part of like a backstory here for everybody, we've been wanting to do a trip to the West Coast for a long time. And a couple months ago, my wife and I were talking. We were like, "Well, let's just do it." You know, let's just go. So we flew into Seattle, and the plan was to fly drive down to the coast and fly back out of San Francisco. But we kind of were like, "Well, let's just go to Anaheim." So we went to Disneyland for a day. Um, but part of our trip was to stop in the Redwood Forest and spend the night there. And there was this location that my wife had found where a lot of people were going and, and saying, you know, go park here. And then you can walk through the woods and they have like the, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like the big tree or something. So you follow a path through the woods, but off of that path was a little, a couple of people had walked it, you know, you could tell it was dusty. So I followed that down and I saw a big log laying on the ground and I <laughs> stood on top of the log to jump. I was going to get a picture and I turned around behind me and I need to find the photo just so everybody can see it. And there yeah, was no this, laughing allowed. Yeah, yeah, you got to no, You got to no laugh. There was this. There was this tree. I'm yeah. gonna find the photo. You guys can talk. We'll come back to it. So but my question is: legit. You're there with your wife and your and my and daughter. young daughter. So like, what was what was that situation like? Hey, um, I'm gonna just take a picture next to this. Like, I told my wife to take the picture. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you gotta see this. And then so we showed my daughter, and she was like, and I was like. I don't know. Am I weird uh, for like weird like check that out? That's so that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can't. She uh there you go. I think it's like, what? Sure. All right. Get ready. All right, I'm coming. I'm you coming with it you with the it? hotness. Okay. I got it. It's up. All right, cool. Let's see. Boom, baby. Let's share it. Add it to the stream. Can do I need oh, to yeah. let me see if I can blow this up here? Oh, there you go. Look at this oh, my tree. God. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird looking tree. <laughs> That's the weirdest tree. What is that? It's like a, the branches are in a weird place. Look, it's upside down that? if you think about it. 
That's what somebody replied back and said, turn it upside down. It's even weirder. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's, he's in trouble. Look at Michael's right. Yeah, he is. He's in trouble. He's bailing. All oh, right, my stop. goodness. So, yeah. Let's stop. Yeah. That's uh, a... <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that was one of the... I, we, we deemed it the penis tree. Yeah. <laughs> so Cover that was your one eyes. of the highlights of my trip. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, quite interesting. So, you had fun. You, you visited a few places, right? Yeah. So, we flew into Seattle. We stayed there a couple nights. And then... Uh, we did some stuff there. You know, it's kind of out of my my ballpark. The only reason I wanted to go is to go to Astoria, Oregon, where they filmed uh, The Goonies. So mm. I actually got to walk up the driveway to go get my picture taken in front of the house where they did The Goonies. And then just like one block down is the school where they filmed Kindergarten Cop. I thought that mm. was awesome. <laughs> so I nerded out. Yeah, man. So, you know, on your trip, do you feel like you have a different perspective of uh, everything that you do on YouTube specifically? It's you know, good to, like, cause you know, there's a little bit of drama, yeah. a little bit yeah. for yeah. a while, like stepping away for a, like a week or two. Do you come back and like, Oh, right, hold on a second. What was yeah. what that? What's all about? Yeah. I definitely do that, man. You're like, this is stupid. Like arguing with people who I don't know, I'm never going to meet. They hide behind a keyboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's silly. So, but the cool thing is, is I don't really normally have to deal with that stuff. Most of the people that sub to my channel, like they know what I'm going to give. So there's no yeah. ridiculous drama. There's some outliers. They know mm -hmm. who they are, but I'm not yeah. going to give them the time of day. But yeah, yeah, man, we had a great trip. Uh, San Francisco. I don't know if anybody watching this lives in San Francisco, but here's a funny story. And I'll try to make it quick. Mm -hmm. um, we initially were going to stay in the Tenderloin area, which is like the sketchiest place in San Francisco you could possibly be. Uh, so when I realized that's where we were staying, I changed hotels and got us in a different location, but yeah. we were talking to a local there and the lady was like, you were saying where? <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, I don't even go there. I was like, yeah, that's a pretty shady area. What was it called? Tenderloin. Tenderloin. Look, yeah. I, I've never, even, I never, never been to that spot, but I wouldn't go to a spot called a Tenderloin. Tenderloin. Area. It's called Tenderloin. Why would why would you go there? Yeah, man. It's apparently like a lot of what's going on is gentrification and all the homeless and the and the druggies and stuff are getting pushed down into this area. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a couple blocks around that is all, you know, the nicer areas. So everywhere in San Francisco is pretty good except for that area. It's everybody's just being driven to that area. They don't have anywhere else to go. Um, crime. There was a sign there. I took a picture of it. I don't know remember if I shared it with you guys. Nah. But we were right across the street from the Fisherman's Wharf, which is a very big tourist destination. And there was a sign that was taped up on the pole that said, make sure you lock your car and hide all your valuables or take them with you Dang. because break-ins uh, crime rate was up 700% Holy cow. in the last month. Mm. Like, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. 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 That's kind of crazy. crazy. Like well, in, uh, in Europe, you know, when we were over there, there's a lot of pickpockets. Yeah, and, it, and it's kind of crazy. Like you have to really watch out. They work in teams. They're all just like scoping the yeah. scene. You can just tell like all the tourists are coming in. They're just like, oh, this guy looks stupid right here. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like a sucker. Yeah, like he's, yeah. He's, getting, he's getting jacked. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's gonna get ganked. <laughs> so you know, this is, what's new with you, Michael? Anything? It, new? Oh my goodness. So I'm gonna I'll share real briefly because I'll actually have a video on it. Hopefully uh -huh. tomorrow. Um, but I've been in the process of installing an outdoor TV. So that was a new experience for me. Um, I ended up hiring somebody because uh, that's just beyond me, man. I don't yeah. want to be drilling into concrete wall and everything. But I, I um, heard Croson was of no help to you Croson at all. Was he was just like, you, you asked him for help and he's just like, Typical. nah, whatever. Typical. He didn't want to help you. Yeah. Is that true? 
No, he throws shade on me in the comments, but <laughs> I'm going to just love on him. And uh, seriously, he was a huge help. And we had a blast last night. Like literally, we just hung out till like 2.30 in the morning. We were talking networking at my home, trying to figure out how to get better Wi-Fi outside as well as in the theater room. And so he was just a super, super huge help. So, Chris, I appreciate you, brother. That was definitely a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully he's, he got some rest last night. He's, he's a networking and Plex mastermind Dude, over there. Oh, he for real. He knows his stuff. So that was really cool. So yeah, super cool, man. Um, hey, be, yeah, be the installer. I give him a shout out in the video, too. So I, I watched his video and I'm like, oh, I could. No, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And the reality is I don't want to do that. I mean, can I do it? Probably. But even when the installer was breaking into my cement block, where he put the junction box was right where two cement blocks met. So he physically had to chisel out that. And I wouldn't have had the tools to do that. Oh, I'd, yeah. I, I'd have been like phoning a friend and having somebody come over to fix it. And, you know, sometimes it's just worth just pay somebody to let them do it right. You don't have to worry about it. I bring him some water. I sit in here in the, you know, in the cool air conditioning and let him do his thing. So, but he was super great. So. Yeah. Which yeah, reminds me, it's, it's best to know just when to farm stuff out. Yeah. I mean, it, All right. it, it wasn't worth it. It really wasn't. So are so. you saying, am I making a mistake? Cause right yes. before I got on here, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, wifey put something in the kitchen drain that wasn't supposed to go in there uh -oh. backed up and, uh, should I go and like buy something from Home Depot and just unclog it or should I call somebody? I, I, mean, I, I, I want to just try it. Yeah, I, I would just do that. it. It's yeah, cheap as it is just to try it yourself. Yeah, that's no big deal. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah all just right. make sure that you leave the power connected when you do it. Oh, all right. All right. Got it. Water, <laughs> Actually, power. Is, when you try to flip it, does it just not flip on? Like, does it not start? No, 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 no. Well, you, there when, you, when you start it, it goes around. into the other side. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's what I, I was like. All right. Oh, hold on a second. I got to jump on this thing right now. I'm like, I got water. I'm just I've yeah. gunk off me. That's not hard. So yeah, yeah. Other than other than that though, life is good. Except for after this, I'm gonna have to run to Home Depot real quick and uh, get yeah, it. you'll be all right. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm gonna this. try it. What's what's the worst that can happen? Um. Yeah, so off your arm. That's about it. Just just shock like myself. It. Nah, I'm not worried. If you if you can't flex, if you ain't got plex, you can't flex if you ain't got plex. That reminds me of that commercial they keep showing with the, like the flex. That. He's flexing again. That's right, What's dad dude. doing? He's flexing again. What? Yeah, it's like a truck. They're oh, yeah, the tailgate thing. Yeah, yeah that's he's right. Flexing again. This um, is where the office is. Yeah. Oh, look at this, FOMO. What you got there, bro? Some JTR four thousands. That thing's a uh, beast. He's got all kinds of stuff. I don't know what you're doing, FOMO. Are you trying to take over our space over here? Or what's up? <laughs> he's hitting me up. Hey, I got these speakers over here. I got this like crazy high-end app. <clears throat> you want to review it? I'm like, oh, uh, I got a whole lineup of stuff to yeah. review. So I would love to. So thank you, FOMO, for the for the offer. But man, I'm I'm I got a ton of stuff to review. I was gonna say back up, it. but then it reminded me of the, the plumbing thing. That's so. right, man. Just send yeah. it all to me, especially if you don't want it back. Oh, there you go. Yeah, give it to me. What you want? Whatever he's um, willing to send me, I could sell it third party, make some mint. <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. Dude, you'll play oh, with some that stuff and be like, all right, it's staying. Yeah, um, probably so. So check this out. Let me just put up somebody asked about 
Atmos and we had Will Freed on and we've been in contact. So for you folks who are part of the VIP, right, uh, our patrons, he said that I could share some stuff with you that he sent some videos of binaural, um, kind of like binaural tests. So if you don't have an Oro setup or you don't have the speakers in the proper place, he has like this Oro headphone uh, mixer thing that you can just use your headphones and kind of get an idea. So uh, I'll leave a link there. He said it's okay if I do. So he said just for your VIP guys. So that's his words, not mine. I apologize. If it were me, up to me, I'd want to share it with everybody. But, you know, got to respect what, uh, his wishes. Um, where is this? Oro 3D versus Dolby Atmos. This is kind of a, a topic. And um, again, shout out to FOMOB. And I watched a few of your videos last night with uh, Groby. I think it was Groby TV. Interesting stuff. And so, as you know, I moved my speakers from the ceiling to the front walls. And, you know, that's with the NAD, which doesn't have Oro up mixing. And I was like, yeah, it, it sounds all right. You know, Atmos sounds okay there. Nothing, nothing wrong. It sounds a little different. Not bad. Um, I'm going to keep them there. But then I decided, you know what, let me, let me just really try this out and, um, let me use let me use this Denon X forty seven hundred H that I that I've had because it has Oro three D up mixing right, and so I tried it out and the okay first problem that I just want to say is I like Dirac that's the reason why I switched over I think Dirac does a great job of of calibrating the speakers and the Denon has Odyssey which is right. okay I mean I've been happy with that for a long time until I tried Dirac and I just thought it was a little bit better. Anyway, I tried uh, the X4700H, started trying the Oro 3D up mixer. I'm like, dang, this, this it sounds, uh-oh, uh-oh. He, why he decided to join up? What oh, happened? Honey, what's what? up, dude? I can't hear you. Where are you and why are you so shiny? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, Oro, what? Oro, let's get in there. I'm, I'm driving home right now. He's talking about Oro. Hold on a second. Oh, I have on. no idea. No, actually, we've been home for, for a little bit. There's just a whole lot going on. But um, it was beach day, and I, I jumped into the stream while I was watching the stream upstairs. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of you guys are like, what are we going to do without Chana's sound effects? So here I am. I want to hear your cut. <laughs> <laughs> that so, worked out well. So, where, um, where have you been? I'm gonna. Oh, we were at June Lake uh, Beach, oh. and uh, my brother's here. It's my staycation, right? Um, so I took the whole week off of my work, my nighttime job. So I don't have to do all that overnight nonsense. But um, uh, we're getting like totally messed up now. Um, so I'm gonna make this like sweet. Oh, we were my totally my messed up. Like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you know that um uh, that bourbon or that whiskey I had that's like 120 proof. Yeah. yeah, dude, we finished like half that bottle last night. Oh. My goodness. All right. All right. So that's why you're shiny. Yes. No. Well, no, we were at the beach. Uh, my uh. brother's never been paddle boarding, so he got a bucket list situation checked off. And um, it was amazing. And I just got an email about a couple hours ago that I want to let the viewers know. So you guys know the company Zapiti. Mm -hmm. So apparently they have picked up Ravion, those people that are making those new 4K oh, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got the X200 on the way. Cool. They just sent me uh, some information about that. So um, there will be a new 4K player on the market that we can uh, check out. So mm -hmm. they're going to send me the X200 and then send me the X100. Um, yeah. So that was a cool, 
cool yeah. email to oh, get so i haven't i haven't talked to you since yeah. i i set up the denon okay what happened tell me dude so i've been messing around with oro i did the tractor demo dude it's the like it's like demo sounds freaking dude. scary. It's a, it is it is. It's it's like, a, I was one. I was wondering if the neighbors might think that like a truck was pulling up. It just yeah. for, first of all, very good recording, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it just so what's the difference? What's the difference? Oro three D Atmos. What I've experienced is Atmos to me sounds like, or at least just the demos, right? It sounds like uh, like demo, like a demo. Like it right. sounds like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody recorded something dry, right? So this is, well, my, my room's kind of lively, but dry meaning you're getting the direct sound. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's a direct sound of something flying around you. It's kind of like, you know, left, right, you know, those types of tests where you can hear, okay, it's over in this channel and that's kind of impressive that it's over there and it's doing these things, right? But that's not really natural. You know what I mean? They have a helicopter demo for Oro sounds way more realistic to me than the the atmos one yeah you know the other one you know it's cool it's going in a circle but like helicopters don't really fly like that a little circle around me they said they just right right so the thing is with oros they actually use um nine microphones Mm. like one for the center one for the left one for the surrounds and one for the you know each for the heights and the voice of god they use all those microphones to actually capture what's happening so then they can actually recreate something that feels more natural Mm. right and so our experience is going to be more natural just due to that fact whereas like yes what you're talking about when i want to make an adobe atmos demo i'm like oh i can take a b a sound of a b some royalty free b sound Mm -hmm. and i can just pan it around Mm-hmm. that's that's no problem i can do that will it sound like it's in a room you know it would it be real you know it'd be better if it was oro 3d microphones recording and there's a bunch of bees flying around the microphones like that would be yeah. a better because it, it's just up to the the mixing engineer to be like oh mm-hmm. well i'll put these in the bed layer here and then i'll put these objects that are going to float around and i'll just kind of oh well, this is how this we're getting this crazy direction on screen that's going left or yeah. was that right for you guys? So so we'll make something happen that way. But it's not really happening at all. Yeah. You're just yeah. making that you're 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 taking the liberties to mix it that way. Just so it kind of you get some sort of, you know, you know, the, the picture and the sound kind of a match up. But when it's Oro, it, it just feels more lifelike. It is more. It feels more real. So, um, Aaron, Aaron, uh, I ain't got no clue about Oro three out of my wheel. Um, uh, I legit have no idea what. So, I didn't watch. I was on vacation when you yeah. guys had okay uh, Wilfred on, so yeah. I did not get to watch. But it does interest me. I think one of these days I maybe will consider cutting holes in my ceiling. But for well, now, this one, no, actually, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not what? a hole. In, it's a on, on wall. Is the set setup yeah. like a speaker above your other speaker? Speaker nice. higher, yeah. So oh, no, no. See, I could do. So that. here's the thing, uh, Aaron. Do you know about like a, a convolution, right? Yeah. Um, how they take the impulse response of a room, right? right? And yeah. then they can recreate that room. I don't know if right. Yeah, I'm is actually there a simple way on, to kind of explain that. Uh, I don't know of a simple way to explain it other than the way you just did it because I don't know how it actually works. I know the purpose of it. Because uh, I'm guessing, right? So, yeah. you know, um, Wilfried can't tell us everything that it's doing. I mean, some of it is a secret. Right. I, I can just guess. Right? So uh, 
uh, impulse response tells you how a sound uh, kind of reverberates in the room. Lots of information about the time. And I think mm-hmm. uh, you can you can take that and recreate the sound of a room. And that's what it sounds like to me is that in Dolby Atmos, like you're hearing this object, mm-hmm. but how does it sound in a room, right? And so in order to get the proper sound, you kind of need to hear how it echoes room. without yeah, 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 that's like, what it seems to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, re- the reflections of that sound, or, you know, in the room, right? Because there's always going to be some sort of natural reverb or whatever happening in that room, in that space. Now, what Atmos does, all those objects are mono sounds that have no reflections, whereas Oro 3D, oh. it's all about those reflections, like the has stuff happening in ear level and the reflections happening above you, and yeah. you know, at that angle. So... It gives it gives off of a, a more realistic kind of vibe. Yeah, I'm That's trying to very ex- describe it. So like uh, when I switch back and forth, so I was actually playing some Dolby Atmos content and playing it in either Atmos or up mixing it to Oro, or you know mixing it to Oro, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And what it sounded like to me was uh, Atmos to me sounded like I was in a movie theater. You know, like oh this sounds pretty cool. Like it's a demo, and you know the speakers are pretty far away, and that sounds cool. Whereas when you do it with oral, you don't sound, it doesn't sound like you're in the movie theater. You sound like, it sounds like you're outside now. That's, that's kind weird. of the difference. It sounds like you're in that space. Um, kind of like listening to loudspeakers in front of you versus a good binaural recording. That's the closest thing. To me, if, if you were to like, if I were to put things in a hierarchy, and I'm sure Wilfried would disagree with me on this, but well, hey, uh, number watch. one, number one, realistic is when you go outside and you listen to things, all right? That's the most mm-hmm. realistic. Okay. Right. Number two, most realistic to me is binaural. A good binaural recording sounds very realistic. And then third would be Oro. And then from there, I don't know, maybe maybe Neural X and then Atmos. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that's that was my experience. I'm very impressed with it. And I was throwing all kinds of different content, Dolby Atmos content, native Oro content. Through uh, the shield, did you? Because, dude, did yeah. the Kung Fu Panda? Did you see? Yeah, that yeah, Kung I just Fu did Panda it this morning. Oh my gosh! With the, with the, the, the chains, dude, the Panda. chains, and like you don't have Voice of God, but it like the top of the sh- you hear a sh- oh like, okay, I, I right can, at I can you. install one. It's yeah, do it. I'm, I might do install it. one. Do it, player. <laughs> oh, look, I gotta go. We're trying to figure right. out food and continue the um drinking. Um, have fun, bro. Uh, bro. You guys, always great. Chill to on the money stuff. He's going to start doing, being our money manager right after his brother comes and visits. Watch. Oh, right. Business advice. <laughs> oh, man. Get we were out of here. Like 5 a.m. talking about money stuff. It was crazy. Get anyway, fun, um, everybody watching. See you guys. Love you guys. Uh, take it easy. Peace. See ya. See uh, uh, oh, Michael. He's going to be our money managers right after yeah, this. Yeah, for real. After so his brother comes, good. always. Hey, man, you guys got to invest this. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I saw a super chat from. From FOMO here, thank you for the super chat. I think the big plus for Oro 3D is up mixing everything. That's 5.1 or bad Atmos, which is most content. Not enough good at native Atmos mixes, sadly. So here's the thing. I think a lot of people, including myself, didn't realize. Like To me, it was like, well, there's no Oro 3D stuff, so who cares if it's good? That's, that's, not, th- that's not the case. Um, to me, Atmos content, when you change it to Oro 3D, sounds better. When I play 5.1 and I put on Oro 3D, it sounds better. And even I tried it even with like mono stuff. So I tried my own video. So when I'm recording on my mic, it's mono. And even that sounded natural. 
nothing about it sounded like, oh, they're just trying to make it play on all the speakers unnecessarily. You know how that is? Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, oh, you're, it doesn't need to be over there. Now you sound all weird and phasey. No, nothing like that. Um, so native 5.1, I think, FOMO, you got it. Uh, 5.1, any old school movies, when you use Oro upmixing, it sounds better. It sounds better. I mean, it really sounds good, in my opinion, in my opinion. Yeah, so I would me, say people should try it out. I think the one thing that that I like probably the most about Aura 3D probably, and it's been a while since I've gone back and forth between the two, but when listening to music, I actually really like the Aura 3D upmixer mm-hmm. listening to music. Um, something yeah. about that. I mean, you know, we always like the two channel, but when you add everything and you're mm-hmm. like literally immersed in kind of like a concert, mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool feeling. For yeah. sure. So, but and, yeah, and the other thing is, I don't know that you're getting the full effect because you're using ceiling speakers, right? Yeah. And that and, may be the difference too, because I listened to the tractor scene honestly and I was like, what which is one? this? The tractor. Oh, you're just like, what is it? It didn't oh, sound like anything. Like, All right. A tractor is going by that. Yeehaw. And I just, yeah. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So to me, what sounded, um, you know, what sounded impressive on that one was that the distance. Like how far it felt from you. So it's not like, oh, it just passed to my left. Like, wow. It was more like, I think somebody, I read an article and somebody described it as like, it sounded like your window was open mm-hmm. and the tractor came by. So it's just, I think it was more about the realism, how yeah. real it sounded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can get the same effect with having ceiling speakers. And that's the issue. You know, yeah, I made I mean, another video where I talked about how on wall would work with both, uh, with all of them. It'll work with at, with Dolby Atmos. Um, it'll work with BTSX, and it'll work with uh, Oro 3D. So, might be something to consider. You know. So in my room, it'd be well. I would have to do it still on ceiling because mm-hmm. I can't put it on the front cabinet. Mm. I mean, there's no physical way to do that. Oh yeah. It would. It would still have to be on my ceiling, almost like a like the JTR. Big yeah. twelve inch. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh, oh, one. Yeah, even behind your screen, if you put one up there, like up on top, is there? Yeah, that's, that's not going to work. No. Yeah. There's so no I have ceiling. two questions about sure. this. One is, what's your like base price? Like, what's your introductory price to get Oro with an AVR? And then the other one is, you're talking about the configuration. You know, being speakers in front of you, is that it? The ones in front of you, or do you need? All you, around. Ideally, you want two in the front, two in the back. Yeah. And then okay. Oro 3D adds a center one right up top. Okay. The, the voice of lowercase g god. Yeah, uh, I got you. <laughs> X4700H is the minimum, I think. Yeah. Okay. Ballpark price, like 800? What, mm, what, I think 1500. 1500. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 1500. Uh, I haven't you, looked at I haven't looked at receivers since I bought mine, and that's been at least five, five six man. years. Honestly, well, that's no joke, man. This Oro, I thought was just going to, you know, Chan has been talking about it for a while. I'm like, why is he even talking about this? It's so irrelevant. You know, I thought it was just so irrelevant because like, it's all about Dolby Atmos. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, oh, I hear about, that. you know, it's just that's, Atmos. Yeah. That's not my experience. My experience now is just like, yeah. And see, I've really enjoyed Atmos. So I, I have a different perspective on it, but my system's set up for Atmos. So well, like you know, a lot of times, though, is like we talk about movies with good Atmos and some that oh, don't yeah. have good Atmos, right? <clears throat> no, it it 100% and, 
every Atmos demo or every Atmos content is not considered equal. That yeah, is whereas with this, it's almost like everything that you throw at it, you're kind of wowed by, I think. You know, like everything I put on there, I'm like, whoa, that sounds cool. Like, yeah. Huh. And it doesn't it sound like that cheese. It, how's that? Is it gimmicky? No. no. No, no. So that's, that's the good. thing. It doesn't sound like it's a hall like effect. Hall effect. Yes, jazz. Stuff like that always just strikes me. It, yeah, it reminds me of like 3D. No. You know, 3D, I, I never got into that because 3D always just felt gimmicky to me. Yeah. You know, go to the theater, you do it at home. Either way, it always just didn't seem right. It was like that. Just this thing that you guys can can pay more money for. And, eh. You know, so here's the thing about me is like, I'm, you know, there's, there's uh, YouTubers out there, right? And um, they're more on the positive side. Michael, I, th- I would say you're more on the positive side. Whereas me, I'm like kind of either neutral or maybe I tend towards like being a little bit of, eh. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so if I say something's good, it's a little bit different than, you know, when somebody else is kind of saying it, I think, yeah. I think, you know what I mean? There might be a little bit more weight to when I say it, because it's really like, dang. All right. And I think other people here in the comments that have had the same experience, they're also saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what my experience too. So it's yeah. just, you know, what? it's just interesting to me because Dolby is just, they're the leader here in the U.S. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, they're definitely cranking out the content and even TV. I'm like looking at network TV and it says Dolby right. right there on the, you know, on network television. Right. Oh yeah. So yeah, you can't get away from it. And it almost makes it seem like, of course they, they must be the best cause they won here. And you know, that's what they're, they're the standard. Whereas from my experience doing up mixing, the other one just sounds better. So especially yeah. you have to have the speakers configured in the right way. Yeah. You oh, won't be yeah. able to get it. If you have them configured in, in ceiling, you won't even get the Oro 3d option. You'll get an Oro 2d option, mm-hmm. which enables the bottom bed layer, but it doesn't do anything with your top layer. Yeah. Interesting. So. You heard that, uh, what he was saying though, Aaron, when you were gone is he was, uh, uh, Wilfried was saying he, he that once it, you yeah. get past a certain vertical height, mm-hmm. your perception of where things are, are really low. Like yeah, on the horizontal axis, he's like, we're excellent. Excellent yeah, here. Right. right. So past a certain degree, and he, his, his claim degrees. is 30 degrees. Yeah. 30 yeah. degrees, and then there's some cohesiveness mm. between what you hear above and what you're hearing on the horizontal axis. But once mm-hmm. you get beyond that, you start, you, you it's can't tell where it's at. And so his argument was that Dolby Atmos has the speakers a little too angled up too high where yeah. you, you don't really, you can't really tell where things are. Interesting. Well. So, so his ideal location would be within 30 degrees. Yeah. yeah. You have to be careful doing the 30 degrees with your hands, by the way. I'm, yeah. On my video, I'm like, yeah, it's 30 degrees. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. That doesn't look oh, good. Oh, I got it's you. 30 yeah, degrees. You don't wanna, yeah, yeah. I'm not you trying to. to. You can't do the Heil Hitler thing. No, right? no, no. Yeah. You yeah, don't want to do that. He's got a point. 30 degrees. As soon, as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, he's, he yeah. set me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, think, think. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, I, to me that makes a lot of sense, you know. So I'm into stuff that makes. Yeah. No. That, and I like that because you don't have to cut ceiling or holes in your ceiling. Yeah. And you could try it, and if it don't work, you know, you could run. You can run wires just on the carpet on the floor. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to run anything to the walls just to test it out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure you have enough speakers over there to try it out. I saw another super chat over over here too. Who's this? Don. Don's way up there. Yeah. Michael and I experienced 3D sound in his theater with the Lingdorf for the Atmos track of Ready Player One. Yeah. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah. Love that movie. What's your favorite part of that scene 
um, from Ready Player One with Atmos? Like, what part is like, man, that sounds super real? Is it when they get the coins? When, like, what is it? You know what mine is? What? Uh oh. He can't King say Kong it. Jump- no, it's when King Kong jumps off the tower and lands on the ground. That's oh, okay. Oh, you talking about subwoofers now? That's so right. he's yeah. Well, because yeah. that's about as realistic as it gets, dude. Yeah. So you got the sub. You got the, the three thousand micros. Ain't gonna ain't gonna make yeah. that realistic. Oh man, those shots fired. I'm so just he's saying. So you're saying when he's pounding his chest, it's the, the 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 woofers are pounding on your chest, huh? That's real. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's different. I mean. If you have some crazy yeah, subs, you're gonna you could put that in mono, and you'd probably be like, "Dang!" <laughs> um, that's another thing about Oral I noticed though is it seems to be able to extract like an LFE channel from normal normal music. Does that kind of make sense? Like I was listening to um, who was it? Somebody Groby uh, recommended on FOMO's channel. He recommended uh, John Williams in Vienna. And so I was playing the Star Wars track, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when the bass comes in, it sounds like when he played in normal stereo, it sounds like eh, whatever, you know. It just you can really hear it even better with Oro One. It's kind of it's kind of strange, man. Yeah. Anyway, I'm tired. I'm tired of pimping out Oro. You yeah, know, man. Sounds ridiculous. Called? Yeah, Wilfried yeah, is is not. You know, he's been. Oro yeah, I wish, man. Hook me up if you want to sponsor me, Oro. I'll t- I'll make videos about Oro, but. <laughs> They're already doing it anyway for free. Yeah, I know. Yeah, He's really? Like, why, why should I? He's already KG, doing it. Thanks for the super chat, man. Yeah, thank you for the super chat. KG's um, so anyway, right any recommendations for trade in or trade up program for gently used Marantz AVs? I don't know anybody that that buys used equipment. I mean, I've always just you know sold it on the used market, Facebook Marketplace, Patreon. Yeah. Um, different different things like that. And then just use that money towards your next purchase. Um, you can save some money if you want to buy something that's kind of like refurb. So over at uh, what is it, accessories for less here in Florida? Yes. Um, that's a, a great guys, site. I've never used them personally, but a lot of guys have used them and just absolutely yeah. recommend them. You're basically I have full yeah. warranty on it, you know, cause they've gone through the unit. They fixed anything. It may be a product return. It may be something that, went bad in it, but they've replaced that bad part and it has the same, you know, warranty as a brand new unit. So you make it save some money there. So yeah, I've, I've bought from accessories for less a few times and yeah. recommended them to other people. And I've not had anybody come back and say they've had any issues. So yeah. I think they're a good place to go through. Yeah, sure. Uh, recommend trade in. Yeah. I just typically just, uh, I don't, yeah, just I'm not very good at selling stuff, so I can't even say. Yeah. Online, I don't I've like to do it. It's just such a pain. It doesn't bother me. Most eBay, time I do you do local. eBay or, or Craigslist? I do it local. Yeah, uh-huh. I haven't even used Craigslist. Heavy stuff, too. It's a lot easier to go local because then you don't have to worry about shipping it. No. Not even the cost of it, but just the, the worry that they're going to bang it around and something's going to happen to it. Yeah, I, I always go to local when I can. I do, do OfferUp. They used to have a, a um, an app called LetGo, but I think they're combined now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically offer up and let go combined under one name, and then um, just Facebook Marketplace. I don't even do Craigslist anymore. And yeah. also on Macari, Modlin sold a ton of stuff. So Star yeah. Wars always sounds good, cool. Yeah, thanks for the super chat, Optimus. Yeah, look at look at Optimus here. He's rocking it. He's legit. Yeah, it always sounded good. That uh, th- check that out. 
you can see it. You can find it, I think, maybe on like uh, some streaming services, like just the audio. Uh, John Williams in Vienna. Yeah. John Williams. Yeah, in I remember Vienna. that guy. Yeah, he, he made a few things. He, ma- he makes a couple of good songs that are all right. <laughs> a few things here and there. It's kind of hard to groove to, but, you know, whatever. If you're into that kind of thing. You're right, right. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of John which. John Williams is the man. Songs that move your booty. Yeah. I got to check out your new video. Yeah, just, well, so, oh, excuse me. I'm still on California time, man. I haven't gotten a good night's sleep since we got back from vacation. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, no, I just thought that would be a good topic. So I made a video about it and dropped it uh, about an hour ago, maybe. Nice. And all I was doing was just, there's a couple songs that, there was one song when we were riding the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Mm -hmm. And, um it came on, we were in the middle of the ride and it kind of just brought a tear to my eye. Like I just overcome with emotion, you know, like in a good way, yeah. but it got me thinking, you know, how music is and how it moves you. And I like, I've, I'm kind of an open book about music and being a goofball and stuff. So I don't have any problem with telling people that well, some songs make me cry for one reason or another. So sure. I or thought it'd be kind of neat to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought it'd be kind of neat to discuss some of those. So the, the two that I've kind of brought up, uh, one was just sublime in general. Always reminds me of a couple of friends I had in high school who passed away. Yeah. And then um, I've got a name by Jim Croce was another one. And that reminds me of my dad. So every time I hear that, and my dad's still alive, so nothing crazy yeah. there. But anyway, yeah, just kind of, but then there's a lot of other ones that, you know, for as soon as you hear it, it's like, oh man, it just puts you right back to when you were in ninth grade or, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago, just something, you know, it always takes you back. And that's what I really enjoy about music is the good vibes it gives you. You know, you don't have to sit there and be a critical listener to enjoy music. You can yeah. enjoy it from your kitchen, you know, while you're doing dishes. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. How about you, Michael? You got anything? As far like songs yeah. in particular? No pressure. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to a ton of music. Um and when I do, I'm typically just kind of scrolling and browsing and just Well, and that's the thing. Play. Like I'll have them on shuffle and I'll just come across it and then I'll just zone out, you know? Like, oh wow, and that just takes you there. So I mean lately I've been going back to a lot of nineties music. Um, you know, and in a way, like you said, it it goes back to oops, sorry about that. It goes back to memories, you know. Yeah. Those songs trigger memories from you know when you and the boys were hanging out and y'all were doing something stupid. You're like, yeah, I remember we did yeah. that. Yeah, you know? like how do we not yeah. go to jail? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we should have yeah. died that night, but yeah, you know, somehow we made it through and we actually yep. did something with our life. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Croce, I didn't realize that, but he died at like a really young age. I want to say it was like in his thirties when he passed away. Yeah. And I didn't know that until like a few months ago, my wife and I were talking and I said, yeah, you know, he had a, a few songs like that hit really big, but then you never heard anything from him after that. And I thought, I wonder what happened. And my dad had told me that he'd passed away. Um, but I didn't realize how young I'm actually looking it up now. He was 30 years old, 30 mm-hmm. And he yeah. had some bangers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sure. just makes you think, imagine if that dude had lived a full life, yeah. what else would have came from him? You know? Yeah. Well, I can tell Crazy. you guys right now that I only cry when I yawn. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Or when That's you're it. eating onions. That's it. Yeah. Nah. Honestly, like... <laughs> Your heart ends. <laughs> you, you know what? No, I'll be honest. Like, like a movie could get me uh, emotionally. Yeah. Movies like, you know, when you see somebody like an old person, you know, something happened, you know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know what got me? I'll tell you something just uh, all joking aside, like 
what was that click movie? You remember that Adam Sandler? Yeah. yeah. When like he turns around and like he told told his dad like. I know that stupid trick anyway, or something like that. You, oh, you, you yeah. Know yeah, yeah. Like the quarter trick or whatever yeah. it was. I'm like, hold on one second. I thought this was supposed to be a funny movie. I didn't go yeah. into this movie thinking it's going to like get you all teary. So yeah. for me, it's more like movies and the music is a supplement. It's very yeah. rare that, uh, that the music by itself can get me. You know what I mean? Like I don't right. listen to a particular song like, oh. It's just not for me. It doesn't yeah. really work that way. It gets me kind of like it, it, it can amplify. Yeah. It can amplify, yeah. but it doesn't really like trigger me that much compared to like the audio and the video. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking if you had something, you know, happen in your life that that song was kind of tied to that event, then that mm-hmm. probably would be more. Yeah. Like that's how that's how those sublime songs are for me, because those were my two best friends through some years in high school. Yeah. Uh, one passed away from, he OD'd. Yeah. Uh, the other one died in a car wreck and it was just like, the gone way too young, you know? Mm. So every time, like I don't cry every time I hear those songs, but it just like, yeah. as soon as, no matter what I'm doing, it's like my brain just goes on pause and I instantly think back to them and it's like, man, that stinks. But yeah. at the same time, it's, you know, I'm happy that they were around. Mm. Um, but yeah, the movie things, those are the ones that get me more than music does because it's that whole, and especially like anything that has to do with like, a, like a father son or a father daughter relationship because I'm thinking of either me and my dad or yeah. me and my me and my kid you know and I'm like is this how it's going to be like am I doing you know like am I doing all the right things yeah so it's all that stuff that hits close to home man it just makes you like oh somebody mentioned Coco dang right yeah. man that daggum Coco movie got me like three different times <laughs> freaking Disney movies man they they tear me up there was one I watched recently they got me and I can't remember what it was but I was like that gum it like wow wow <laughs> so yeah, you know, like earlier today, um, I think you know, Footloose, Philippine, no, F- Philippines uh, just won for the first time in the Olympics, right? First gold, you know, small uh, country, we don't have an Olympic anything, you know, yeah. and, and like the Olympic weightlifter. So she won, and then I was just watching the ceremony, and I was just like, oh, I'm yawning again. That's the only reason. Oh, Lots of yeah. yawns over here. Just woke yeah, up. just just brings it out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess for me, it's not so much um, music necessarily by itself. Yeah. Oh, so well, those ones that get you, right? Those ones that I wanted to ask you. Um, does it only get you when you're listening on like, you know, very accurate oh, no. speakers? Or, oh, no. You know, no. it has to be a certain frequency response. No. Otherwise, no, nah, it doesn't get you. Is no. that how that works? Nothing like that. No, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, because then it would only get me every once in a while. I got a question like that on mine. What was it? I forgot which speaker it was, but they're like, well, did it move you? Did it draw you in? Did the speakers draw you in? I'm like, oh, I think the music is the one that's supposed to do that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why would the exactly. speakers draw me in? Oh, yeah, the speakers are just like the, the means yeah. to get you there, I guess. It either, either conveys it. Like, what are you listening to? You know, you're listening to yeah. the speakers or are you listening to, you know, what's like, going on on the screen or. I can see know. the speakers being like making it easier, you know, like maybe bringing out yeah. something more, but that's sure. the other thing. Like I talk about, you know, that that's the one thing I like about the data is because, you know, mood can affect how you're going to review something, you know, like if you have a, I don't know, I think it's so pretty self-explanatory, but the data doesn't care what your mood is. The data is yeah. the data um, going left field from songs sure. that get you in the feels. I watched, have you guys seen this movie called the little things with Jared Leto? Um, mm 
Oh my God. I'm just forgetting their names now. Hold on. I'm going to Google this real fast. Uh, uh, Denzel Washington and Rami Malek. Dude, mm. that movie is crazy. It's a thriller type movie about a dude that's going through LA and like killing people and they're trying to solve the crime. Yeah, that's a good movie if you like mystery thriller type movies. All right. Yeah. Nice. Random thought. I watched it on the plane. That's why I thought of it. <laughs> what, do we, what do we got in here? Hey, Frozen did, 2. Did, did Up get you? Dude, when, the theme. Yes, it gets uh, my wife every time. It gets my wife when, every when time. When they're doing the little montage where like they're showing like a, the old man growing up. Uh, yes, and, he, and uh, she passes away. Yeah, if that doesn't get you, dude. If that doesn't get you, I don't watch. You're not like human as much. <laughs> you're not human. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with you. If you, if that doesn't get you, there's something wrong. I bet I don't think my, it'll get Michael. I think he'd just be like, "That was cool." Not enough bass though. <laughs> it wasn't enough bass in that. Uh, I've had a few movies. Jessica and I watched one. It was probably a couple months ago, and and I was like, I didn't expect that. You know, I was like. Yeah, I was, just hang, I was just hanging on. I was like, dang, you were like, real, it just got real sad, you know. And like, you're thinking, I guess what makes it sad is if you can somehow put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, if you, if you can just stop and think, okay, if that was me, how yeah. would that have impacted me? Right. That, that's when it's really difficult for me because it's like, oh crap, that that's got to suck like bad, you know, right. So, yeah, you can relate to that. Huh. I just feel like movies are pretty amazing, aren't they? Like yeah, they can make you feel are. a certain way. Like, what the heck? Yeah. That's amazing. Good ones. How does that Ooh. work? That's crazy. And then you know somebody and, said Wonder. That's a good one. Have you guys seen Wonder? Uh-uh. Oh man, that's a good one. Watch it with your kids. I don't want to cry. <laughs> Dude. I don't want to cry. <laughs> it's, it's a good one. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Oh, it's a Mariah Carey song. You're funny. I don't want to cry. I don't <laughs> want to cry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We got a bunch of dudes here telling, sharing the songs no, to get us. Y'all are a bunch of, right, are a bunch of weirdos. Right, y'all are a bunch of weirdos. Oh, that's a good one, too. When that drunk, when the, the... Oh, the Mike Tyson <laughs> in The Hangover. This is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, man. All right, here's, here's a serious question here from Juan. Yeah. I like this one. It says, just got a PB3000. Do yeah. I need a mini DSP or can I do similarly fun similar functionality with the SVS app plus a UMIC one plus Roo um, plus Odyssey? So my thought it's is... too much math. Yeah. To me, the, it's really hard to duplicate what the mini DSP does. You know, you can take measurements with the UMIC one. Yes, the SVS app does have certain adjustments, like it has, I think, three PEQ adjustments. The mini DSP has like nine or something like that. Um, so you definitely get a lot more flexibility. You've got time alignment um, to make sure that the base is hitting your listening position at the same exact time to me that's huge you know how well does your avr do that that part i don't know um but mm. just being able to physically like you can just take a measurement in rew and you can adjust the the time alignment and then measure it again you're like oh that's way better i mean like you said the measurements don't lie you can see it physically so i think it's just really hard to just replicate what the mini dsp does but there's definitely a pretty steep learning curve. But good thing there's some great resources out there. I've been referring for a long time. Well, not a long time, but um, recently a lot of people have been asking about that. And 
uh, home theater dude has, I'm sorry, home theater dude. No, no, no. It was home theater gamer has done in a complete series on the mini DSP. Um, home theater gurus has an hour and a half video, single video on it. Uh, so there's definitely some good resources. This guy, Joe Intel, he made a few things that are pretty all right too. Yeah. I don't so, know if you ever. But I mean, um, like, yours wasn't like a walkthrough of mini yeah, DSP, Joe. Though, right? Yeah, so, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, so like this, this is a good question, though. Like, should he get a mini DSP for the second PB3000? Considering you have the SVS app, which is PEQ, mm-hmm. Odyssey, room correction, which is going to do kind of the same stuff. It's going to do the time but, alignment. But how, how good is Odyssey in the base? Like, I don't think that has enough filter taps for really good cleanup on the base. Mm, if it were me, I, I would say I would say everything you can get, mm. you know. Um, but if you don't know how to implement it correctly, then maybe right. not right now. I think, th- and that's what Michael was saying, I believe. So I would, it's, I would agree with that. Got, it's got a good learning curve. Well, so and the, either, either you got to figure it out or you pay somebody to do it remotely. And there's yeah. guys out there that'll do that. Um, yeah. Cost, cost you about probably 300 bucks. It says you know, 2048 taps, uh, 512 resolution for Odyssey. XC32. Yeah, I really just I can't remember though, like how how good it is in the base frequencies because a lot of those I think it's when the you start same model, the base, all of them. You don't have very good. You don't have very narrow Q, and you need very narrow Q for base yeah. frequencies to hit. So, for example, if you've got like a a modal issue, like a peak at like eighty three hertz, and it's only right there, and it's very narrow Q, which means that like as soon as it hits eighty hertz to eighty six hertz, it goes and shoots through the roof. Yeah. Well, if you want to bring that down without touching the other frequencies that are already fine, you need a very narrow cue. You need a cue of like 10 or 15 or 20. Got and you. I don't know that Odyssey has the capability to do something like that. So that's why I would say I would, I mean, the mini DSP is 99 bucks or a hundred bucks or something like that. Now it may be a little bit less or more than that. It's more than that. Okay. Because the they get is. the HD. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I would I always, say if you, if recommend you, that. If you've got the money, go ahead and get it and get the mic because at some point, I promise you, you will find use for it. Even if you don't realize it's full potential now and the two by four, you can run both your subs off of that and and you wouldn't want to. That would be ideal. So you can go ahead and correct the base for both both subwoofers. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you really wanted to, then you're open up to do more later down the line if you you needed to. And you can go up to four on that thing. Paul's got a good, good thought here. He says, use the SVS app. Check it out. See if it's right. enough for you. If it sounds great, I would still, like Aaron said, I would still at least buy the UMIC one, UMIC one, or the UMIC two. They've got a new version now. Get that so you can at least measure your room and see what it's doing. See mm-hmm. how well the SVS app is doing. If you yeah. can't fix it and your frequencies response is all out of whack, right? You're going to need something more powerful. Yeah, so. I would agree with that. Yeah, the UMIC one, UMIC whatever. Um, yeah. You're definitely going to need that, and that's cheap, and you can use that with yeah, REW free. Yeah, yeah and then you use that in tandem with the app. Start right. there at least, yeah. and then you can order the other stuff if you want to later. You can get those from, I mean, they mm-hmm. ship from China in just a few days now, or yeah. you can get them from uh, Parts Express, and I think Mattisound yeah. even sells them. Well, yeah. look, look at it from a few different an- angles, too. Is like One thing I would say is the, the SVS 3000 already has DSP built into that chip. That's uh-huh. the only reason. That's why it's getting so low, you know, for the speaker that size. Like that's kind of 
I mean, it's already built in. So you got that DSP. And then if you use the app, that's an, I don't know if it's another layer, just adjusting their existing DSP on there. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure um, how that's working. But then on top of that, then you have Odyssey doing DSP as well. So it's like a lot of DSPs layered over each other. So that's the only thing that I would say, I don't know. You know, a lot of times when you start doing a lot of, a lot of stuff like that starts getting a little bit weird. Well, you start ramping up the latency on those. Like the built-in latency, I don't know. The mini DSPs is probably within like one millisecond. And I mean, most AVRs can easily overcome that. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that so much because the yeah uh-huh. the AVR will fix, will account for it. Maybe right. if you're gaming, if you're gaming and that's an issue, then if you want everything in sync, then the AVR will delay the rest of the speakers. According. Yeah. So um, the, the other thing, though, about the mini DSP is a lot of people, including the guys at Odyssey, think that you should just combine all the subs and then measure all of them, you know, together. And however mm-hmm. that sounds in your listening position, that's, you know, correct for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, because I think that if you can correct each subwoofer for uh, the listening position, then you can get a more even response in mm-hmm. more listening positions. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's uh, there's definitely a balance there. I mean, speaking from experience, there's definitely a balance. I mean, you could, depending on placement and your end goal, you know, if you're talking about one seat versus three seats on the front row versus all six seats, you know, if you're talking all six seats, then maybe individually EQing each subwoofer, uh, that one maybe gets a little bit more dicey and you start running into, well, you know, everybody in the same six seats isn't going to benefit from each individual EQ. You might as well just throw your hands up in the air, take what you can get. So it really just depends on the end user. I mean, yeah, I could go either way. Personally, if it were me and if a friend was asking, I would say, get the mini DSP. I'll come over and help you set it up. Um, if it's somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, I'd say start with the SBS subwoofer, get the U-mic, measure, use that to learn. Mm. And then if you got issues that you just cannot fix, then spend the extra money and get the mini DSP because you'll use it for other things as well. Yeah. And that was kind of my journey. I mean, I, I started out with the U-mic one. And I'm like, oh, this is, wow. Oh, man, I'm looking at this going, it's not as good as I thought it was. I thought I was having good bass, but I've got certain frequencies that just absolutely suck. You know, they're yeah. terrible. And it's like, okay, until you see that, then you don't know that you got a problem and you don't know what you can do to fix it. And then right. down the road, it's like, okay, let me see what this mini DSP is all about. And I mm-hmm. kind of sat on it for about a year and didn't even touch it because I was like overwhelmed going, yeah. I don't know if I want to dive into that deep water, you know, but yeah. then. Once you do, you're like, okay. And then you yeah. get some people that, that can help you out, help steer you in the right direction. You it's know, and it's really not that. it's really not that hard. I mean, once you watch a couple of videos and you kind of if you just go in and get your hands dirty, play with things a little bit for maybe a couple hours and tinker around with it, then you'll you'll get the hang of it. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna change, especially when you have a bike. I mean, it tells you this frequency and then you just adjust it and bring you're it also down. Also an engineer, but um yeah. well, I mean but I started it. I I started somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I didn't learn this in school. You know, I started yeah, no, out with RTAs, and and so when I first got REW, I was like, "What the heck is this? I'm going to stick with True RTA." And if anybody mm-hmm. out there is still using True RTA, let me know. I'd be curious. <laughs> um, then you get the mic, and you just graduate. But if you take it in steps, then it's really not that hard, especially with all the information. Well, here's the tricky thing. I think here's days. the tricky thing, in, in my opinion, is. You can take the measurement. That's pretty easy. You know, taking the measurement correctly, you know, you can mess up on that a little bit. Um, it's the interpretation of what that measurement is and how do you correct? Like, what's the target curve that you want? 
You right. know, that's the, where it gets a little tricky is like you can start messing with some of those settings when you go to auto EQ. I forgot what the thing is in REW. But mm-hmm. uh, when you go to auto EQ something, if you mess up those settings, oh yeah, that's what you're telling the mini DSP to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling it to do something weird and you're doing too much, then it's going to sound exactly like you told it to sound. You know, so you're so you going to the kinda... extra step. I didn't even use the auto EQ for like years. I don't think mm-hmm. I actually used the auto EQ probably until a few years ago, and I only use that on very I rare occasions. I don't mm-hmm. think I've even seen anybody. Yeah. Use that. The auto EQ thing is it's it's useful. Yeah, but I've always just like with with subwoofer stuff, it's really it's really pretty straightforward. You measure it, you find big peaks, and you just knock them down with the EQ. And it really is as simple as that. You You can certainly yeah, you can certainly get like more involved. I mean, to me, like the next step would be learning about the all pass filters. And that's something that I realize is a lot of over a lot of people's heads because it's you know, they're just not What's an all-pass filter? Well, I don't know, but what's an EQ? Everybody has heard of an EQ, right? So that's tangible. That's something you can relate to. Um, Hey, uh, uh, Croson was talking about the Mini DSP uh, HD. Michael, you have the 2x4 HD as well. Do you remember what the differences are between that and the regular 2x4? It's a $100 difference. Right. So I think the two biggest things is you get more... I don't know if it's more parametric EQs, mm. but you get more, oh gosh, what do they call it? Resolution. So mm. maybe the amount of adjustment for that. The other big thing though, is the, um, the amount of delay. So the base one, and I'm going to mess it up, but let's just say the base one only gives you seven seconds. Millis, and you guys in the comments, you know this. So let me know like what the actual number is, but let's say there's only seven with the base one. So if you need more than seven milliseconds, it's not going to do you any good. So if you don't need that, then okay, it may work fine. But what if you need eight? What if you need nine? You know, you can't physically go beyond that. So you have more um, flexibility with time delay, and then um, and then you have the the more the higher resolution. I think in the EQ uh, settings. So that's my understanding of the two. So yeah, so there's more delay right here, Jed. I just don't know delay. There's a you can use it as a DAC, right? I think you can use optical. So Paul says five versus ten bands and a maximum of okay. So I was close. So seven seven milliseconds delay on the regular one. So maybe that might not be enough for some people, right? And so that's just that's part of the difference. It depends on how much correction you need. So the HD just gives you a lot more flexibility on that. and it, it's like the one and done kind of thing. You buy it and you don't need to go any higher for that. You, you know what I like about the HD one is that you can upgrade it to Dirac if you wanted to. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. You can pay a little bit more yeah. and it has enough of uh, enough processing in there as those shark so, processors. So this one may kind of tie in with Jaws. that. I'll, I'll address this. So DevTech says mm-hmm. uh, if you want to u- utilize the voice of God in Oro 3D, you lose the second sub output on some Denon and Marantz AVRs. If you're oh, using weird. the really? if you're using the Mini DSP, typically you're only going to use that one sub out, and you use the Mini DSP those outs to connect to your second, third, fourth sub. Um, hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're only going to utilize one of those anyway. I didn't so, know that. That's kind of weird. Don't know. Yeah. yeah, that is weird. Oh, here's that thing. By the way, this is. Uh, Auto EQ. This is that that sing speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so oh. Sweet. Hey, that's that. I'll admit it. 
tell you, but I'll, I'll mention it now. Yeah. You showed the sweep. Uh-huh. I found it really interesting that it did it. It started at 500 and then worked down and then started at 500 yeah. and then went up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? So it could sound cool, right? Yeah, that was weird. I'm, I'd be really curious to know their rationale for that, but I'll never find out because they won't pay me any yeah. attention at all. So, so when yeah. I finally do get one, I'm going to drop kick it. There you go. <laughs> well, See, this is uh, the auto EQ. Yeah, so let me kind of show you guys real quick, <laughs> just real basic. Like, you know, you can tell it. Base limited speaker. Replace an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Calculate. All right. So this is target a flat response. And over here, though, you see where you can kind of get into some trouble. Like, what range do you want to fix? Do I want to fix from 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz? What's the max individual boost? You know, you start putting some of these too high. That's no good. You might blow yeah. up your speaker. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So I'd match response to target. And then it creates the filters for me here, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Boom. So depending on the type of DSP, it knows how many um, I can use. Mm-hmm. And so these are the filters. And so the predicted target. Let me see here. Get those out of there. So here's how it was. This is what I want it to be flat. And then it's predicting that it can get it somewhere like that. And then would this show up? Yeah. And then it just shows you here. Let me stop this one. Um, Share screen window. It shows you what to type into the PEQ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the frequency, the gain and the Q. And you'd need nine. I I have, I have seen that nine settings. Yeah. You know, so it's just pretty easy. You don't have to like, you know, figure out what the Q is and any of that. It'll just tell you yeah. here, this is the most optimized, like with the fewest number of uh, of uh, settings. So anyway, so, that's it. So Paul was saying on the HD, you get up to 80 milliseconds. With the non-HD, you only get seven. Mm, so that, that's see. a pretty drastic difference. Um, And Jed said that's correct as well. Cool, man. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Any other any other ones that we should get to? Because we're up in an hour here. Yeah, we're out in an hour. <laughs> All right. Well, always always fun. Hopefully, you guys learned something. I had fun. Yeah, yeah. I got to go fix a, a sink right now. I got to crank this. out a video. Absolutely. You got to crank out a video. I do, man. Enjoy. I actually got two two of them. I got to. I was up till two thirty in the morning, like I said, with Paul working on some stuff and troubleshooting. Yeah, so definitely put me behind on that video so i need to crank that one out tonight then i gotta get right on one tomorrow so get that submitted so yeah Yeah. enjoy that yeah no it's all good man that's what we do yeah all right you gonna take us out michael sure man all right guys thanks so much for joining us tonight hopefully you had a good time hopefully you learned something um and if nothing else hopefully it just gave you a, a break from the week if you're interested in joining us for the after party, you can check us out on patreon.com slash daily hi-fi. Um, you can get signed up and uh, that just gives us a chance to really just hang out just like what we're doing right now in video format. You don't have to turn on your camera if you don't want to. Pretty much everybody does. And it's cool just to interact with you one-on-one in person, get to know you. And we just, you know, if you got questions, if you want to just hang out and talk, so we do that for typically about 30 minutes. I'm going to have to cut out pretty quickly tonight, though. Like I said, I've got uh, some big-time commitments, so i got to hurry up and knock those out. But um, anyway, guys, hopefully you all have a great week. We'll catch you in the next video. See ya. Peace. <laughs>